Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. Time now to take a look at a couple of the highlights found this week on the Source Weekly's website, bensource.com. This week from our news desk. Missing and murdered indigenous person case numbers have reached epidemic levels, and even counting them is a challenge in Oregon. By Hannah Mersbach. Lucinda Torres was 11 years old when her older sister, Lisa Pearl Braseno, went missing in 1997. Like countless indigenous women across the country, her body was never found. We have no closure at all for her, said Torres. Her family held a service for Braseno, despite not having her body, and the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs, of which she was a member, now considers her deceased. For decades, indigenous activists have been fighting to draw attention to the growing crisis of missing and murdered indigenous people, which has reached epidemic levels for women and girls. In many tribal communities, women face murder rates more than 10 times the national average, according to the U.S. Department of Justice. Additionally, a 2016 National Institute of Justice report showed 84.3% of Native women and 81.6% of Native men experience violence in their lifetime, compared to 71% of white women and 64% of white men. These crimes are overwhelmingly committed by individuals from outside indigenous communities, the report showed. Advocates come up against a myriad of barriers, including lack of resources, gaps in data, challenges surrounding jurisdictions, and a lack of coordination between different levels of law enforcement. In response to the growing cries for help, in 2019, the Department of Justice launched a National Missing and Murdered Indigenous Persons Initiative. Officials in 11 states, including Oregon, were directed to enhance investigations into these missing and murdered person cases, develop protocols for law enforcement, and improve data collection and analysis. Cedar Wilkie Gillette, an indigenous woman herself, joined the Oregon U.S. Attorney's Office as an MMIP coordinator in June 2020. This issue impacts everywhere in Indian country, said Gillette. It's a systemic problem. In mid-February, Oregon's U.S. Attorney's Office released its first annual missing and murdered indigenous persons report, which provided a snapshot of available data. An initial analysis showed that in Oregon, there are 11 missing and 8 murdered indigenous persons, four of whom are connected to Warm Springs. Brisano is the only Warm Springs tribal member who is still missing. 58-year-old Tina Velspino was missing for several months before her remains were discovered on the Warm Springs Reservation this February. Another tribal member, Jonathan Thomas Gilbert, was murdered on September 5, 2020. And tribal police said they had a person of interest soon after. Gunnar Bailey was also shot to death on March 17, 2019, and the FBI offered a $10,000 reward for information. All of the Warm Springs cases are still open, according to tribal and federal investigators, though no more information is available. Non-tribal members who commit a crime on a reservation cannot be arrested by tribal police or charged in tribal courts. In the U.S. Attorney's Office, Gillette is working to combat this, by increasing collaboration across all levels of law enforcement. 
Oregon is one of six states in a pilot program focused on making tribal community response plans for when members go missing or are murdered. This plan will solidify measures for community outreach, law enforcement response, victim services, and public relations and media communication. Gillette is working with the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs specifically to create this plan, which will be incorporated into a final MMIP guide on the national level. She said the goal is to come up with realistic solutions that would fit with the tribe. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more on these and other stories, pick up a free copy of the Source Weekly or visit our website, bensource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.